Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. Grandparents, at Vanguard, you're more than just a grandparent. You're the family historians. You fill your closets with heirlooms, family photos, and letters from long ago. You're always planning the next family reunion, even at the reunion. Because for you, time well spent is time spent on them. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Because the future you're building is bigger than yourself. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 109 of the Hawks Talk Podcast and all things Atlanta Hawks Podcast, hosted by two lifelong Hawks fans. As always, I am Jackson, joined today by my wonderful and lovely co-host, Logan. Logan, it's been a uh, rough past 24 hours for the Hawks, but before we dive into all of that, as always... The Atlanta Hawks season is dead, folks. We need but to- we're only down three one. We can come back from three one, right? We can we do we do grow that? Up. Can we, can we- grow <laughs> up. We're not, we're not coming back. We have gotten our is, ass. Beat. Have you seen enough? Is this it? I've seen enough. We got embarrassed on home court. Um, I've seen enough. We're uh, we're shocked. Hey, look, you know, uh, you know. I guess slight round of applause. We it could have been worse. We could have lost in the plans. I guess we could have could have could have gotten swept. I guess the Heat are clearly much better. We could have gotten swept. Um, so I guess that's a a moral victory right there. You know, always love to take moral victories the year after an Eastern Conference Finals run. You know, th- those are fun. Um, you know, no, nothing like uh, you know, getting getting absolutely destroyed. Season ended damn near on a Sunday and waking up next morning and just going to work and being like, man, this is actually so much better than watching Hawks play basketball tonight. At least at least I get to watch Better Call Saul tonight instead of basketball. That's honestly what I had to had to tell myself because that was that was tough to watch. The Hawks were in it for a quarter and a half and then in a in a just unfortunate turn of events, the starters came in and the season went out. <laughs> like it, it was literally just a uh, it was a twenty-six to four. What we had one field goal in the last entire half of the second quarter, Jackson. That's the quarter that ended uh, our season. It's well, I should say we actually were leading after one quarter, but and then after we were up that, by eight. yeah, just we were up by eight in the second quarter. It's just better that like nothing happened after that. Um, Logan, I, I think you've already, I know you've already played some music, said some things, but are are you, have you seen enough of the Hawks season? Is this, is it's this over. how it ends? It's over. Get ready for the draft. Look, I'm not trying to, you know, I, I don't want to be an annoying, like, doomer. Like, I know that's part of this podcast brand is that we doom. That's always like our most listened to episodes. If, if we title it Doomcast, people are coming to listen. This isn't a Doomcast. This is a eulogy. Like, it's just that simple. Like, you know what? We are a nine seed. We're going up a one seed. If our guys felt like playing to the like as the intensity of the Heat did, and if our coaches were ten percent better, you know, even 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 just a shadow of Eric Spolstra, we would have made this a six or seven game series. I'm very confident the, the Hawks are good enough to beat any team in a seven game series. But the issue is that like they won't because. They're just so damn inconsistent. Like when they're good, they can be any team, but you just don't get that much. And and we're gonna talk about Trey Young more later. 
I'm not freaking out about Trey. Like, I'm not going to doom about him. I, I'm still very confident in him. I'll take my licks because, you know, we kept saying he's better than Jimmy Butler. I still think he's still he's still better. But, look, hey, 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 you know, I hold my L. He was not the best player of the series. By, he was arguably the worst player of the series. Kevin Knox outscored him two out of the four games. Hey, look, look. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't lie. Kevin Knox has outscored him in two of the four games. The under on the on the Trey Young scoring total for all you gambling addicts has hit all four games. The Heat had the perfect plan and the perfect defenders to carry out this plan, and nobody else on the Hawks could do a damn thing about it. Nobody else could pick up the slack. Trey Young has been intimidated and timid and scared and playing, you know. I mean, he's just been playing extremely timid and Look how, look how it goes, you know? The the only game where you can say he played decent was, like, game three, where he hit a game winner. And even then, he wasn't, like, fantastic. He just had a great quarter. And it's just, you know? Yeah, he wasn't definitely, like, best player on the floor of the series uh, level. But uh, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going full... Um What's it called? I- I'm pivoting. Look, we're the nine seed. Did you people really expect this to be the one seed? Come on, guys. Y'all <laughs> yeah, are so outlandish out here. Come on. What what's wrong with you people? It's our job to like say we're going to win because this isn't, a, this isn't a podcast about being right. This is a podcast about just being a fan. So we're allowed to to say Hawks and six, even though, come on, we're the nine. We are the nine seed. A nine seed's never going to be the one seed. Come on. Grow up. We're just doing this for fun. Please stop bullying us, Heat fans. We're sorry. <laughs> We were wrong. We don't know ball. Stop, please. This this has been a basketball breakdown podcast. You come here, you try to get some laughs out, you go on with your day. Come on now, people. You, you there's so many other Hawks fans that you could go after and and race you on Twitter. Why am I one of them? What did I do? Um, no. Anyways, on a serious note, I feel like what you said earlier, Logan, has a lot of merit to it. I genuinely believe the Hawks can be any team in a seven game series in this league. That goes from the Suns all the way down to the uh, like Rockets, whoever. I don't know if we can beat the Pistons year. in a seven game series. The Pistons. No, the, pist- the Pistons send us home in five gentlemen sweep, actually. I just want to say this. A big part of me thinking the Hawks can be any team in the league in seven involves Trey Young playing like Trey Young normally does. And look, uh, when he's not doing that, I, I don't I don't I don't I didn't know what to expect. But now I know what to expect. So, look, I'm just saying if Trey Young has been as bad as he is, has been in this playoff series, I'm going to say it right now. The guy isn't, yeah, no, we're not beating many. I don't think we'll beat a few teams in a uh, setting against hearing. But look, you know, at the end of the day, I don't know. I, like a part of me wants to be sad because like I did get my team, like I got my hope reinvested. And that's a da- hope is a dangerous thing, Logan, because I was, I genuinely believe before the series start, we were going to, we were going to shock the world or shock like the people who didn't know about the Hawks. This is going to be our statement to the media. Hey, you guys don't know the Hawks. We're going to come out here. We're going to beat Miami in six. And yeah, it's looking like it's not going to go that way, which is interesting because uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's bad. Um, I don't know. I, I think it just hurts for that. But but also, I hate to say this. I kind of also look at it myself like, what did you expect? Like this team has, like all of this team's issues are all showing at once, and that ranges from everything from over reliance on Trey, from underlying roster construction issues, from you know coaching decisions, and you know coaching in general that's just you know not the best at times, and and then injuries as well. You add all that can combine, and it's like I don't know what I expected. I <laughs> I, yeah, I set I'm- myself up for uh for pain in this scenario, so I can only blame myself. But at the end of the day. 
I, I you know what? I'll say this. I'm I'm gonna keep going down with the ship. I I am not tapping out until this bad boy's over. I still got them Hawks in seven. I'm calling okay. out three wins I, in a row. I respect it. <laughs> I'm going down with uh, the ship. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going down with You're it. Already too, and, too, hey, too, look. Too far deep. We we took we took a game off of the one seed. I don't know what else like, people expected <laughs> from us. You know, we're a scrappy nine seed, scrappy eight seed, whatever you want to call us. Look, we tr- we went out there. We played our hardest. That's all. That, that's all you can ask for out of this team. Um, th- we're gonna there- be spooky in a few years, people. Oh God! You know you can. Uh, it it wouldn't be invalid to say you can at least see this series as a learning experience. This whole season, really. Um, I mean, I'm gonna wind it back a little bit. The reason the Hawks lost this series was the 2019 draft. Um, Schlank having all that draft, all that all those draft assets, all this cap space. Absolutely, just whiffing on all of it. Um, it, it it cost us dearly. We don't have a wing that can do anything other than just like take an open three, or like maybe maybe take a mid range. We don't have guys that can exploit mismatch. We don't have guys that can help Trey. We don't have guys that can really defend that well. Frankly, like honestly, the thing that I was I, I fully expected that if the Heat were to slap us around. I figured it'd be because they're shoot. I figured it'd be because Tyler Hero was putting up twenty seven a game. Tyler Hero has been non existent. It's literally just, just I mean, you know, the the fouls are a little ridiculous. But at this point, I think we're beyond blaming the refs, folks. I, I think the refs have been bad. At least go out with some class, Logan. Yeah, Let's just go out with class. At I least think, I think they've been bad, but you know what? Doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I think even if the refing was truly fair. Uh, we'd still be down 3-1. Maybe it'd be 2-2, but that's a bit of a stretch. Um, we just don't have anybody to exploit mismatches. Trey Young doesn't have a mismatch because he has three sets of eyes on him at all times. Eric Spolstra did the obvious thing and the, the smart thing, and he said, okay, like, what what, what am I going to be afraid of Bogdanovich to, to harken back to my infamous, I guess, Duncan Robinson quote? What, am I going to be afraid of Kevin Herter? No. You have a roster full of aggressive, switchable defenders. Throw every single one of them at Trey and, like, see if John Collins with a broken finger can beat you. He can't. He can't. See if Kevin Herter can beat you. He can't. He's awful this series. He's been okay on defense, but he hasn't done you shit. You are not him. You are not him. You are not him. Let's. DeAndre Hunter is our leading scorer this, this series, and I don't think he's done a goddamn thing. He hasn't. He had a good, like, four minutes. In that in that game four, fantastic! It didn't matter. It was just wide open threes. We we're able to get a couple wide open three. We don't have anybody on the wings, which that's what the 2019 draft is all about. We took big swings at, at wings. We whiffed and on them both. <laughs> yeah, and, and Bruno Fernando. <laughs> um, we 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 missed them all. Um, you know the free agency acquisitions. You know it was fun. Gallo, you you had a good five minutes uh, in Game Four there. I think Game Five might be your last game in Atlanta. Goodbye, tell Nona I love her. You know, we're I shipping you off to Minnesota or something. I don't know. Say goodbye. Yeah, like there. The reason my point is this can be a learning experience. One for Trey. Um, hey, you just got absolutely clowned on for a series because they're able to throw junk defenses at you. You can learn from this. Um, you're still Trey Young. You're still one of the best offensive players in the world. But um, even Kevin Durant 
has shown has been dog shit in his series because the Celtics are throwing good defense at him. It's not and they didn't even win a game. It's not something to be ashamed of that he's being playing so poorly, but it's something to learn from. Trey is still very young. He's still right now. He's on his rookie contract. You know, th- these are the last few games on Trey's rookie rookie contract. He can still learn. Schlank, Travis Schlank, you bald bastard. You better be taking some damn notes. All right. You better be looking at this roster and saying, okay, <laughs> I got a lot of work to do because these guys are just getting absolutely embarrassed. Frankly, the, Nate McMillan, I think people were blaming him a little bit for the game four run. Um, I think you can maybe argue that, um, you know, the, the 26 to four run, he could have called a timeout. Maybe I would have, but unfortunately, folks, I'm pretty sure he's he's stuck here. We're not going to fire him, I don't think. He's not going to retire um, because I, I, I saw some people saying maybe he retires because he's old. If he if he is, you know, nepotistic enough to bring his son onto his coaching staff, do you th- really think he's going to retire and end his and his son's career? He's not. He's not going to do that. He won't retire. He'll wait till he gets fired or turns things around and, you know, gets another extension or whatever. Nate McMillan's staying. It comes down to the roster. We have to find somebody that can do something other than sit and watch Trey. Because that's what they all do. They sit and watch Trey, and we can't run our pick and roll and throw our alley-oops and throw our floaters because the Heat's defense is too smart, they're too strong, and they're too well-coached to give that crap up. We, I mean, has there been like any lobs this entire series? How many floaters does Trey hit? It's like single digits. That is the bread and butter of the offense. That is what makes it work. That is what, ma- what makes Trey... Like the new, like the new generation Harden, but it just—I I say new generation, like Harden isn't also this generation, whatever. You get what I'm saying, like like the 2020 Harden, I guess. But I mean, the Heat just—they just—I mean, they just dad dicked him. I don't know how else to put it. I'm sorry for the PG-13 R-rated. They just dad them. Like he—it's embarrassing. Travis Schlank needs to be taking notes, and and there needs—it's it, back to the point where we're like, okay, there needs to be substantial roster overhaul which at least you know being spanked in a series is a good learning experience and it is the type of thing where tony wrestler is gonna be all right yeah i'm not i'm not paying the luxury tax to watch us get slapped around on you know home court in the playoffs all right you better change on tnt on tnt the hoes are watching jackson the hoes were watching trey young (laughs) the bad miami hoes are are chanting let's go miami while they're up by 25 and you've been and you're fine with shalik's roster construction this is what you people want uh logan there's one thing i feel like the hawks players the hawks coaches the hawks front office and our hawks fans really anybody who's associated with the hawks in any way and including us as fans needs to learn after this year I think we got kind of humbled this year in a lot of ways. It's kind of like beginning of the season. We're like, we're one of the top dogs. Yeah, yeah, mess with his sons. And now it's like, okay, well, we actually aren't that good. So I don't know. We remain humble. This is a good chance that even just because you made high peaks for the first time, don't overextend. Sample size is important. I don't know. I'm still, I'm still, you know, optimistic about the Hawks future, of course, but it's hard for me to like after this playoff series. Like even the Pelicans are having a competitive like the Pelicans are having a competitive series, and okay, I say this okay. like the Suns are probably better than the Heat, right? Okay, the the Suns don't have Devin Booker. <laughs> let's let's not. Okay, yeah, all right, this all is, right. This is, well, this like is let's not out like the Heat have all their contributors working. Like Bam oh, is bad. Oh, Harris. Kyle Lowry. Oh, what a shame. Oh, he's not there to. I said I said bad, minutes. not out. I said bad, not out. Look, Harrow has not been like phenomenal. 
Bam has been a uh, a big DOS or down low. That's what I'll say about him. Bam, and then like Duncan Robinson Bam should be on Fraud Watch. I'm sorry, Bam should be on Fraud Watch. Duncan Duncan Robinson, like that dude's cooked. Like he comes into the game and like he doesn't even take advantage of the Hawks defense. Like that's one of the easiest things to do. Me and you could do that at a two man pick and roll in the wing. But you don't see Duncan Robinson doing anything. Like the Heat are just kind of dismantling us, and it's it's honestly kind of sad to see. It's, it's got to. I don't it's, know. It's all defensive coaching and Jimmy Butler. Do you know how stupid we look for doubting Jimmy Butler at this point? He's put up like maybe we should trade for Jimmy Butler. Have we considered that? Isn't, isn't he averaging like damn near thirty at this point? Like maybe twenty. I'm not 26? looking. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, not looking, looking either. Up. But and like, you know what? Maybe some of the fouls he gets are soft. Soft by playoff comparisons. What's it matter? He for he actually can get into the lane. Our offense can't do that, so of course we're not going to get as many fouls. So that you know, the refs. Yeah, you know what? Go ahead, give him give him benefit of the doubt because they play like men. We play like children. They play like adults. We play like children. So this is all Steph Curry's fault. We're, we're a damn jump shooting team. This isn't how God wanted basketball to be played. Um, this is a front to God, frankly. Kevin Herter taking step backs is a front to God. You're a catch and shoot guy. You're a mid range guy. Stop taking these damn step backs from 32 feet. You're not that guy, Kevin. You're not oh, that God. guy. It's so awful. Trey. And, then, and then Hunter. It's shooting 57, 47, 67 splits. It's like, oh, God. And it feels like he's been bad, too. He's a... That, honestly, him leading us in scoring is humiliating. Like, I'll It's get, very telling of how the series is going. I want to say that. Because it's never once felt like he's really done anything that special. Like, don't... The, that first five minutes or whatever of, of game four was, was like, wow, look at that. He's four for four, three for three from three. It's like, wow, but he's not, like do anything that impressive like he's making his open shots which is good he's playing perfectly fine defense truth is he's not the issue but he's also kind of just doing Gianna Hunter shit which is like he can't dribble he fumbles passes he makes a lot of stupid mistakes at least he's hitting his open threes but who cares like at this point who cares it just doesn't yeah, matter no he, he's he, doing like he can't exploit mismatches we, Anything. We need the equivalent of Batman. We don't need a role player. I hate to say it, but that's oh what we need God. at this point. <laughs> Only Bruce Wayne himself Robin? at this point could save us. I don't know. Trey Young, honestly, this kind of this postseason kind of looked like Robin, but not like the cool well, Robin that they've tried to make him into, like the Robin wearing like boy shorts Robin. Well, I mean, like, I'm perfectly fine with people criticizing Trey because he has mice he deserves tra- it. Mice tray, you might say. I think I've seen that instead of ice tray. Mice tray. That's a, that's a little bit of a stretch, I feel like. But, but you know, I mean, you know, NBA Twitter's got to get their 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 jokes off. Hey, fair enough. You know, I, I enjoy a good bubble joke. The, the Heat, I still say, were bubble frauds. I, I still don't think they're making the finals or anything. But, you know, anytime I talk about the Heat for the next few years, it's going to look like salt. So, the, fair enough, you know. I'm admittedly there. salty, though. Like, I don't care. But... It, I'm not. I'm not calling Trey Young Robin. He's still young. He clearly needs a partner. I'm not saying it has to be a Batman, but, but he clearly needs a partner because Eric Spolster's like literally his whole game plan is why would I care about anyone besides Trey on this team? Which is true. Why would he? Should he be? Should he be scared of John Collins, the 125 million dollar dunker with one arm and and one leg? No. Clint Capella came back. That's nice and all, but. When Capella's in the lineup, everyone else just doesn't care about rebounding, and it like almost has a negative effect, in, in like a weird twist of ironic fate. It just 
They expect there to be a black hole on rebounds. That's yeah. not how this works. You still got to box out. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want to say this, Logan. I, I kind of hate to say this. I feel like a good summary from a Hawks perspective of the series is simply, we don't have enough firepower to c- compete with the Heat. Like, the Heat, they're just, I don't know, they're sending everyone at trade. Their, their game plan is, look, Bogey's a good player. If he beats us, so be it. If Herder beats us, so be it. If John Collins, Clint Capella beat us, so be it. And like, the truth is, Trey Young, yeah, I feel like this this series has honestly shown he is the cog of this offense. If Trey is not, you know, doing good, this offense is not doing good. I think that's why I think that's why a lot of the series can I I mean straight up the bench has just been better than the starters a lot. And I feel like a lot of it has to do with when Trey isn't like in that zone and Trey isn't, you know, creating his own shots, making his shots, that's a big one. It's like the the team just kind of like falls apart with them. And then and then you talk about like Gallo and Herder have been bad this series. This is like the second playoffs in a row where in the first round Gallo has just been like awful. Like remember against yeah, the Knicks, it, he was it, awful too. It, it's it's time where we can safely say it's fine to move on from Gallo. He's cool. He's fun. I like the Italian thing. He can light it up at times, but it's it's just especially against a team like the Heat. Like what? Where can you really play him where he's not going to be exposed? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's weird because, like, in game one, Gallo is finding a spot really well, but ever since then, he just hasn't been able to do that. And, like, the shots he has had, he's just game missed. Game one didn't so. even matter, it's, too. It was just, like... Yeah, and game one was just it was JV girls start. basketball at 4.30 p.m. in the alternative gym. Even worse, it was at 1 p.m., I'm pretty sure. It's literally oh, just... No, like, like, people were just getting home from church on Easter, and Adam Silver said this is a great time <laughs> to, to start the playoffs. The crucifixion of the Atlanta Hawks. I will say this uh, yeah. one more thing on one thing on Trey. Um, I, I like I don't think this is as much of a this series. I don't think it's as much of a like you know exposing Trey as much as it is exposing the Heat as being like. It used to be hard to find the exact auto parts you needed, and that meant spending a lot of time at swap meets. It's a different game now when you can order exactly what you need from eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts, so you can always find the right fitment. Spend less time searching and more time building with the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. A team, like if you, sure. (laughs) But it's shown (laughs) that the Heat, if you have a heliocentric offense, you're going to have trouble with the Heat because Trey, I mean, Trey still did his thing in the play. One, he did hit a game winner in game three. He took over in the fourth, the last couple minutes, he took over. He didn't shoot great against the Hornets, but the Hornets are the only bad defense he's played in the, quote, you know, air quotes postseason. He didn't shoot well, but he diced him up with playing like game. We won by like 30. The other good defense we played, the Cavaliers, he had the best 20 minutes of basketball in his damn life, Trey Young. He hard carried best us. Best one in the world for like an hour. He he hard carried us into the playoffs. I'm not going to worry about Trey Young. He sliced and diced the Cavaliers, and like he put up 32 and a half or something. I'm not worried about him. The difference here is the Heat have coaching and personnel to make it impossible for a Trey to do anything, and nobody else on the Hawks felt like doing anything. Like Bogey had some good moments, but Bogey also kind of got like slightly benched isn't the right word, but he got underplayed a little bit. Plus, he's not really that much of a creator. He's like a good shooter. He can he can get a little bit of separation. He can do a little bit of playmaking, but he's not a he's not like a great secondary creator. He's just a solid offensive player. You already talked. Gallo and Herter haven't done much. John Collins has been hurt and hasn't done really anything other than pass the inbound directly to Jimmy Butler and then foul him and give him an and one. Um, Hunter has been weird. Uh, Okongu has been all right. Like 
not great, but you know, had some rough games, had some good games. Delon Wright's been our our only good player. We were just we were just chalked. You know, it was it was fun to have some good playoff times. You know, we had to the plans were fun. Game three was fun. Uh, who knows? I still I still do think we can win another game in this series. I don't, I don't necessarily think we'll be out in five. I do think we can win game five and bring one back to Atlanta. Um, but it's uh, it's gonna be tough. It, it's it's not easy. Um, it's it's hard to be confident in Trey right now because like what is Eric Spolster gonna go away from this coaching like <laughs> from this defense? No, he's not changing up a damn thing. So. I mean, you know, we could win another one. The season isn't necessarily over, but, you know, the writing's on the wall. We have been exposed. The roster's been exposed. I think Hawks fans have known for a while, hey, like, there's a reason we barely made the playoffs. There's a reason we had to win two planned games to make the playoffs. This team isn't... There's levels to this shit, and we're just not at that level. We're just not at that level. Um, We're we're very clearly in, in the, you know second or third level of the East this year. And that's why Schlenk and Trey and, and whoever is left on the roster after whatever Schlenk does, uh, they have to step up and, and, and figure some things out. They can't get complacent because Lord knows they were complacent in the regular season. That's the reason why we had to play the damn one seed. <laughs> yeah, look, I want to ask you this, though. Like, obviously, you're not worried about Trey. I'm not worried about Trey. Any Hawks fan should be worried about Trey. Like, we know what Trey is. Trey is one of the, he's, he's one of, if not the best, like, offensive engines in the league. Are you worried that, like, teams are just going to deploy what the Heat have done against us, like, in future games? Like, not only in the regular season, but, like, next postseason, let's go, okay. let's say well, we go up against somebody like the, like the Sixers or the Bucks. Like, are okay. they just going to do the same thing and this is just who we are so or what? Here's, here's my thought process. In the regular season, only, like, rarely. Like, who's going to do that in the regular season? Very few teams, very few situations. In the postseason, sure, teams will do that, but you have to have the exact right type of personnel to do it. You have to have the heat type of personnel. The Bucks could have done it last year. Trey cooked Drew Holiday for like 45 and 15. That's why I'm not afraid or worried about Trey. He cooked Drew Holiday, who might be the best perimeter defender in the league, and he cooked him. Like, you have to have the perfect, maybe not the perfect, but you have to have the right mix and match of players that are switchable but strong and big and physical and Frankly, they flop a little bit. They're a little shameless. They're a little bit Kyle Lowry built. They uh, they don't, you know, they're they're a front to God. James Naismith is rolling his grave when he watches Kyle, Kyle Lowry pretend like he's been hit by a plane every time you, like, touch arms with him. You need that personnel. The Heat, are they the only team in the league with personnel like this where they just have, like, six guys that are high-level switchable defenders? Like, Butler, uh, Adebayo. Martin's honestly a pretty good defender. Tucker, Lowry, like these are all annoying pain in the ass defenders that you can all comfortably trap Trey with. I don't like what are you gonna do? Send Drew Holiday and, and Brooke Lopez at Trey? Trey can cook Brooke, Brooke Lopez easier than anyone in the league. Like big, slow, brooding centers. That's the easiest target for Trey. It's really just the heat with their coaching and their personnel, I think that can do this. Now other teams can replicate it decently well, but not to this extent, I would say. So I'm not super worried, but like, yeah, in the future when we play good teams in the playoffs, good defensive teams, they're going to like, it's not hard to figure out if Trey's by far the best player on offense, do this. It's not hard to figure that out. So that's why we have to add, you know, co-star, co-stars or like a fringe all-star level creator, a guard, not, not, not just like a a pick and roll, uh, like finisher, you know what I mean? So 
I'm not that worried about it happening in the future until we run into good defensive teams in the playoffs, which, I mean, frankly, up to this point, we've only run into good defensive teams in the playoffs, but Trey's torch the first three. It, it wasn't until the Heat that he, uh, he he got some struggles, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like, if anything, this here's kind of told me, like, it, I feel like no matter, we can do as much, like, team building stuff as we want to, like, surround Trey with a bunch of defenders, do this, do this, and do this, and, like, you'll you'll get different levels of success. Like, obviously, you surround Trey with defenders, you're obviously going to be better, just, especially in comparison to this year, because, like, this team was Trey, and then, like, four guys, or, like, usually, like, two or three guys who were either, like, bad defenders, or they were, like, just like on Trey's level almost. So I, I kind of feel like this says to me, Logan, this series and this season as a whole, it's kind of an ed- edible that eventually this team's going to have to end up with just a second star. And preferably, I, I don't think like, I know this is some recency bias playing it into it. I, it's not somebody like Cat. It's it's somebody who can create their own shot for me. Like that is, I feel like that's an inevitable. I feel like that's the best case scenario for the Hawks. That's what the Hawks need. They need someone else who can, you know, we make jokes about it. We make fun of like the Hooper Twitter and stuff. We do need another guy who can just go and get a bucket. We do need another guy that teams have to game plan for. Because truthfully, the Heat are game planning for trade. They're not worried about what, what the rest of the team doing. Like we, we've said that a bunch in the podcast, but that's that's what the series has been. If you've watched the series, that's, that's what this has been. So at the end of the day, I feel like the Hawks this offseason, Schlink and the front office, they they have to identify someone who can create their own shot and, and can legitimately, they need someone who doesn't work who doesn't only produce off of Trey because that's what a lot of our team is now. We need someone who can work with and Trey and produce by themselves. Like, yeah, they all stand and watch. It's like, it, I hate to say it, Brandon Ingram, we could use them right now, Logan. And you I know, know you've seen the stats. I, I'm not going to fight you on that anymore. Bring Brandon Ingram home. Bring him home. Bring He's him. him. Home. He's him. But no, being serious for a minute, like the Hawk, I feel like it's inevitable. The Hawks in game with like the Trey Young era and whatever has to be getting a second star who can create their own shot or like a, an all star or, you know, somewhere around that tier, like a, a high level shot creator and like preferably they play defense. But like, I don't think you have to worry about that too much. And I'm just being honest about that. Like, like the only like shot creating guy who can play defense like really well. Like, there's a reason why they're so coveted. There's a reason why teams aren't giving them up. Like, no, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Jalen. Yeah, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Jalen Brown. Those guys aren't walking through the door. I I know that's hard for me to accept because I really thought, like, two of those names might be gettable, especially in Paul George and Jalen Brown, so I'm referencing. But, like, at the end of the day, hey, we all have got to accept it. Paul George and Jalen Brown are walking through that door. So I feel like you you got to go on and getting a secondary guy and, you know, not worrying about defense. And I, I don't know. I feel like there's undertones of Bradley Bill there. I don't. I don't know. Oh. I don't want to get into like the all season oh. and like targets and stuff until I, I don't look. I want to get into that stuff, obviously, but I'll wait until I'll I'll wait to dance in the Hawks' graves until it's officially once well, they're in the dirt. Because right now, I mean, I don't know. The, the Heat are still kind of you know just just beating them. <laughs> but but we'll do that. I mean, that's just what I like. Do you agree with me on that? Looking like the end goal with the with the Hawks, like. And it doesn't have to have, have to happen this all season. Like, obviously, if there's not a trade out there, don't do something stupid just to do something. Like, I, we still have time with Trey. And, like, I know I've said a lot this year, like, Trey's a star. Like, you have to do it things and do it fast. But, like, don't do something stupid just to, you know, do it. Like, you still have time. You still have time to get that guy. But do you agree with me, Logan? Like, the, getting the secondary star or whatever who can create their own shot next to Trey is your end goal with this Hawks and the Trey Young era. You like, that's some- what the final team needs to look like. You need somebody that can... Just get some heat off a of trade. Nobody is afraid of Bogdanovich like that. Yeah, you don't want to leave him wide open, but you can just have like your third best defender cover him, just run around him, or you know, run around with him 
while two defenders nonstop hound Trey because like we don't have guys that can break mismatches. We don't have guys that can exploit that. Trey's the only one that can exploit that. And when you're getting double and triple teams and hedge, you know, hedging the screens and and all these all these things thrown at him, he's not gonna be able to do shit other than jack up thirty foot threes, which he does too much when he feels pressure. Yeah, you have to get a star. I Bradley Beal just feels like fool's gold to me. He always kind of has. Um, that's why I kind of scoffed at the Bradley Beal thing. But, like, yeah, you have to get somebody else that can score without just – somebody that can create the offense and not just finish it. Because we have plenty of guys that can, you know, allegedly finish offense. Like, allegedly Kevin Herter can shoot. Um, allegedly DeAndre Hunter can, you know, whatever. It's It's – yeah, that, that's that's obviously. I think that's always been the end game. I, I think Schlank, you know, added guys like Bogey and Gallo just because it was more shooting, um, and we had that's cap, a half measure. And, and we had we had cap space, and there wasn't it wasn't a great free agency year. So we we signed shooters, we signed Chris Dunn, we signed Rajon Rondo, <laughs> and we and we tried to make it work. And it, I mean, it did work for a little bit. We made the Eastern Conference Finals, but. Running it back was not the right play. Um, well, you know, it wasn't the right play if you wanted to achieve the same success. Other teams got better. The Hawks did not. Um, DeLon Wright looked like a good move. He's a good player. Um, but even he, he's sort of a... He's just like a... He's just a very... I don't want to say niche. He's not like a niche role player, but he's a role... He's a role player. Role player is role player. Like, he's just... That's what he is, and... I don't know who you go for. I don't know if you necessarily do it this year. Like you said, maybe you wait, but I can't imagine us going into the luxury tax with this current roster because as of right now, if we went in the next season, the same team, we'd be in the luxury tax, which I, you know, I'm not a billionaire, but if I was, I probably wouldn't want to pay a luxury tax for a team that was four games above 500. <laughs> um, then again, Steve Ballmer paid luxury tax for a team that didn't even make the playoffs. So who knows? Yeah, but he's rich. Like I don't yeah, know. He's rich, rich. Volmer's like, got it like levels. that, my boy. There's, there's levels to ownership as well. There's levels to that shit too. We're, we're you know we're batting in the middle. We're we're getting invited to like the corporate tea parties. Volmer's running the tea, corporate tea parties, folks. Look, that's just how it goes. Um, Volmer's going know. to Epstein Island. That's how rich he is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Well, that yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that that was said. Um, I don't know. It's just I don't know. I, I don't it's weird because like we're in that stage where like I kind of know that this Hawks season is over like I, I'm gonna be honest the memes are good and I've already kind of made like the you know the LeBron picture where it's like the caption no team has ever come back down from a 3-1 series lead and it's like yeah, LeBron with the headphones in yeah, yeah I've kind of photoshopped Trey into that but like at the end of the day I don't know man I can't I, I look we're winning in seven but I can't keep lying I can't keep sitting here and believing that so look whatever happens is whatever happens at this point it's I, I I'm ready for I'm ready for the Hawks to win this in seven and then we go into Philly and you know kick their ass. But I'm also ready if you know this if Tuesday's just okay, it's over. Go watch the NFL draft on Thursday, stress free, and watch the Hawks watch the Falcons also, take Desmond Ritter. Oh god, don't even. I will say that'll you know just kind of go along with it. You know, I, this is loser mentality stuff, but I, I kind of am just happy to be here. We were eight games under 500 at one point. We uh. You know, we were the nine seed. We had we we did have some good playoff memories this year. Um, that's not something every team can say. We had three very memorable wins at minimum. Um, 
you know, we we can forget the three losses thus far. Um, you know, just just conveniently forget those. I do want to shout out Chris Paul and, and Kevin Durant. Them also being embarrassingly bad yesterday took some heat off a of tray. Um, goes to show that even the best players in the world can just suck sometimes. So that that that's nice, you know. Good for the narratives. Um, I want to shout out the Utah Jazz for Ewing Theory Ewing Luca. Um, hopefully that continues. That that was that was good. But um, yeah, you know th- this is a narrative killer for the Hawks. You know maybe we, maybe we need to uh, ha- have a little bit less Twitter fingers, Jackson. M- maybe Hawks fans need to. Hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh, I didn't do anything on Twitter. I did it on here. I'm just dealing with the ramifications on Twitter. I, I, hey, look, I'm a sicko, but I'm not one of you sickos who be going out with random people on Twitter who don't know what you're going through, dog. I come on here. I, and you know what? And at least somebody wants to hate on me. They can hate on me while turn you know, our haters me the to podcast consumers, and Jackson. We turn our haters to consumers. Yeah, basically, I ain't get I ain't get on Twitter and showing my ass and arguing with random people. You know, just for Twitter interactions no 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 that's not how this works you're gonna give me my 10 cents per listen bud you skip through those ads you're you're a coward you're a coward yeah if you're, if you're gonna if you're gonna bully me and log on twitter at least listen to the ad in full i'm sure there's something good for you like jimmy johns or something in there come on now i don't know you, you know it, it's uh you gotta take your gotta take your licks because that, that's what that's what modern sports is. You uh, you L plus ratio somebody and you get L plus ratioed back when you lose. When when Trey Young beats the Cavaliers single handedly, we go out there and we let our nuts hang, right? We, we you said Trey, oh, yeah. I did for sure. You said, you said Trey is Michael Jordan. When Trey Young gets shut down <laughs> for four straight games, yeah, you know we we get it in return, but it's all right. At the end of the I'm day, I'm saying the dude's looking a lot like DJ Augustine with Quavo's phone number right now, but y'all ain't hear that from me. <laughs> I don't even know what, that, what that's a reference to. Is that a thing? DJ Augustine. Uh, DJ Augustine with Quavo's phone number. Is that just is that just like a metaphor you're talking about here? Yeah, that's what Trey's playing right now. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's, what you're, that's yeah. He he is playing like DJ Augustine that just hangs out with Quavo. I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, you're right. Honestly, I think DJ Augustine would would uh, be shooting better than 25 percent from three, though. I think he'd be shooting like low 30s at minimum. But um. Hey man, at the end of the day, we know who we are. We know uh, we know Trey Young is good. I'm not worried about him. Um, other than that, a bunch of question marks. We'll see. Just go with the flow, baby. <laughs> That's my motto. The last look. If you do want some po- positive news, soon soon you won't have to act like you like basketball, <laughs> and you can just go back to act and remember that you only like the Hawks, so you don't have to watch basketball anymore. But look, you ain't hear that one from me. And look, also, if the Hawks can eliminate on Tuesday, we get mailbags again. So look, you really can't lose. You either get to stop watching basketball for what, like five, six months, and or or you get and you get mailbags back, or the Hawks win. So there's really no losing in this situation. You're welcome. That's plus, look at things I mean, with a silver lining. Be grateful, people. <laughs> I mean, draft draft night's always fun, even if we're picking 16th, which is a weird. Oh, oh, dude, think about how cracked out this podcast is going to be now that, like, now that we only, now that, like, me and Logan know there's only one guy on this roster. Like, this podcast is going to, oh, it's going to get wild, people. That means it's going to get good. Because I'm excited for the, I'm, I'm excited for the all season. We have an award show to do. I'm so excited. Oh, it's going down. Get the suits. Get the ties. It's going down on the second annual Hawks Talks award show. I like how we're talking about the word show before we even eliminated technically. Look, look, this team's cooked. I ain't gonna sit here and lie to the people. They know what it is. They know what it is. Look, I, I don't got I don't gotta I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you people. I would not watch the game on Tuesday to be honest. I'd find something else to do. I'd go to i you know what? I'd go play top golf. I would not watch the Atlanta Hawks until and, and if you get the top golf, they have the Hawks game on, tell them to turn it off. Don't watch it. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> 
That's my recommendation. I, I am not going to sit here in good faith and tell these people to watch the Hawks against the Heat. First of all, the Heat are playing some terrorist basketball. They're sending six guys at Trae Young. It's not enjoyable. They're full court but pressing saying, sometimes. They're full, full court in the NBA. Pressing. We're full court pressing in the NBA. And John Collins is like throwing the ball to the other team and fouling Jimmy Butler as he dunks it. It's ridiculous. I I don't know, man. I I don't You know, I, look, let's, let's be real. Day, it's, a, it's a little humiliating the Heat lost a game to this group of losers. Let's be real. You know, yeah, facts. They they should have slept us, to be honest. You, yeah. uh, frauds, this, maybe? This, this, this is actually embarrassing for you guys, not for us. Sorry. Hate to say we're, it. We're, we're just a scrappy nine seed who who fought our way into the playoffs for the play-ins and, and, and took a game off of the Heat. I don't... Yeah, there you go. Look, that's that's how I'm going to remember this year. That's how I'm going to remember the series, at least. I, I remember the 61 Hawks, Jackson. Remember that first playoff series? It took them six damn, it, it, ga- six damn games to beat the Nets. That's the moment we that all was bad. knew... That's the moment we all knew deep down. We weren't actually winning anything that year. It took us six games to beat the the eight seed. Embarrassing. And Deron Williams was dropping like 40 points a game. It was ridiculous. Embarrassing. Yep. It's embarrassing for you guys, not for us. That's 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 my right. coping mechanism. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Heat fans, you should you should have beat us in four. You know, if you end up beating us in five, it's like, yeah, you could always do better. Job's not done yet. Um, Logan, you have anything else to say before we start wrapping things up? Um, Hawks fans, don't hate us. Take everything we say with a grain of salt. We're just uh, we're just shit posting here. No, we're, we're coping. We're, to, we're, we're we're dealing with it. We're dealing yeah. with it. Yeah, we're we're going through it. We're going through it. But uh, I mean, I'm optimistic for the future. Just because I'm like pessimistic oh, now well, and like, like, like making on. fun we're, of the team doesn't mean the anything. Se- the right. season should be interesting. We'll see what we, we have. Trey Young and we have we have assets and we have you know, yeah, Schlink's bald head to hopefully do something good. We have a draft pick or two, so that's fun. But you know, um, I'm not too worried. We have Trey Young. We have we have the offense core set up for at least the regular season. <laughs> gotta get gotta get some other pieces around him. But you know, that's always a work in progress. We weren't gonna win the championship in you know on on Trey's rookie deal. You don't go in the NBA. You don't go from rebuilding to championship in three or four years. So um, you know, it's, it's a long yeah, road. Yeah, look. Sure. Hey, look, straight up, if you want to hear something, you ready? Hey, at the end of the day, it's just basketball. <laughs> no, but if Trey Young We're got us, then we're going to be all right. I have nothing uh, but faith. I have nothing but faith in Trey Young. So, just because it tweet- went wrong once. The Heat fans are tr- uh, tweeting at Trey Young's dad. This is this is a horror show. Oh, my God. Well, look, he can he he can deal with that on his own. Look, hey, come join us on the podcast, Rayford. Then we might back you up. <laughs> look, hey, at the end of the day, that that's how the playoffs go. Um. Yeah, well, just want to say thank you for listening. As always, I know it's, you know, definitely want to lower your Hawks consumption whenever the Hawks are like losing and stuff, but the playoff podcasts have been doing amazing. So we just want to say thank you for that. I hope you're able to enjoy this one. Uh, a bit more of a jokey mood, you know, there's nothing to really be excited about. <laughs> but, anyways, just want to say thank you for listening to episode 109 of the Hawks Talk podcast. Be sure to check out the links to our Twitters in the description. You can follow me, Logan, of the official Hawks Talks Twitter account. You can follow, you can get with us on Patreon, $5, $8, and $10 tier. And the $8 and $10 tier get have ad-free content provided. You never have to listen to an ad again. And last but not least, be sure to check out our YouTube channel, which we which I upload when we upload the uh, episodes of Hawks Talks on there. And last but not least, uh, yeah, be sure to uh, yeah, just just stay out of the Twitter wars. We you're fighting from a very low hill. They have the high ground by a lot. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm giving our fans some advice. Anyways, thanks for listening. Hope you have a good week. Love you. Goodbye. It used to be hard to find the exact auto parts you needed, and that meant spending a lot of time at swap meets. 
It's a different game now when you can order exactly what you need from eBay Motors. They have 122 million parts, so you can always find the right fitment. Spend less time searching and more time building with the eBay Motors app or visit ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Grandparents, at Vanguard, you're more than just a grandparent. You're the family historians. You fill your closets with heirlooms, family photos, and letters from long ago. You're always planning the next family reunion, even at the reunion. Because for you, time well spent is time spent on them. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Because the future you're building is bigger than yourself. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.